What up, Colin? Episode 48. What are you doing? I'm uh, just turned a little. You just flexing because I can't do that because I'll hit the uh, <laughs> I'll hit the ride symbol. All right, episode 48, Heck and Cool Dads. Um, in the middle of a quarantine, we're delivering quality content. At least I'm predicting quality content. I have no idea. It might be chock full of COVID nineteen. Probably uh, information. Might be chock full of. I'm going. It's day one at home, working from home, and I'm already going crazy. But, uh, day one for me as well. Um, so let's address this. Uh, you brought me a weed beer. That was actually the name of an episode. It was the first episode. Was it? No, nah, it couldn't have been. No, first, I hope this makes it to the world was the first all right, one. One of the first three. It was one of the first. And anyway, you brought us another weed beer. This is uh, from our friends at North High Brewing, and it's a new one from them I had never seen before. And it also says... You said seen. I have I had never seen before. Oh, I did. <laughs> uh, this IPA's unique dankness comes from a new hop called Eureka. Hmm. Urethra. Urethra. All right, let's go to Whirl. Mm-hmm. That's it's a weed beer. Yeah, it's a weed beer. It's good. Taste. It's weird because uh, I don't actually I don't really know what weed tastes like. Now you do. Uh, only by that four twenty Sweetwater weed beer you or something four twenty strain. What the fuck was it? M thirteen strain. You've never smoked weed before? No. Crazy. <laughs> Why? Why is that so know. crazy? I don't know. You meet very few of those people. I'm a fucking real. I'm a real guy. I'm a, re- I'm a real ass motherfucker. Uh, oh boy! Jesus. So here we are. It is uh, March sixteenth, two thousand twenty, <laughs> and uh, shit is weird. Yeah, smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. Is, uh, smack dab. Did I say the, that right? In the pandemic? middle of? I think in the beginning of. It is. That's, yeah, yeah. No, it, you're right. It is the beginning. They're saying best <laughs> estimates. This thing doesn't peak until end of April. So yeah. And that's best. I keep hearing May or June. Yeah. Okay. It's good to know, though, that I don't know if you saw the press conference the president gave today. I watched both. I watched the president one and the uh, uh, governor one. But he actually, like, I think this is the first time in his entire presidency where I felt like he took a tone where he didn't, where he didn't take, it didn't have an attitude of, like, I know what I'm doing. Like, he said, this is not under control. He, yeah, he, yeah, that was a said, bit of a backpedal, though. He said a lot of things, though, and he delivered it in a way that was, let's listen to the experts, guys, I, which I appreciate. I a thousand percent agree. It And uh, the, initially when I was listening, like I said, it was, I was kind of like, ah, this is a backpedal. This fucking guy's backpedaling. But then at the, at, at the, as I thought about it more, I'm like, well, that's what you should do. You yeah. fucking should backpedal. Like if you should not fight. To prove why you were right. You yeah. should just fucking backpedal and say the right thing. And I yeah. feel like he did that as well. And I think that the key point that a lot of these doctors and uh, scientists are making that, yes, this feels like what we're doing is too extreme. But when this is all over, it should feel like we acted too extreme. Yeah. It should that, feel like we did too much. That is what I told. Who did I tell that to today? Uh, DJ Cosgrove. I was tech. I wasn't texting with him. I was going back and forth in DMs, and I said the same thing. I said everything feels very extreme today, and at the end, there's going to be this fucking wave of people that go, "Look, everybody wasted all that money and time, and they overreacted, and nothing happened." I'm like, "No, you asshole! Like that's literally the point. Like we should not be feeling like anything We're happening not because to end up like Italy is right now. Exactly. So that's I think that's what everybody uh, keeps pissing me off, and for whatever reason, I can't I can't not comment on things right now it's driving me nuts 
It's funny because I feel the exact opposite. You're just le- you're letting it go, and you know. Me. Oh yeah, you know me. Twitter fingers. Twitter. You got <laughs> itchy, Twitter fingers. Itchy Twitter fingers. Yeah, but uh, you know, <clears throat> right now it's just like it's like adding to it doesn't help the panic, and it doesn't help the discourse. I think at this point it's like just practice the basic things, even if you think it's all bullshit. Just practice. Just wash your hands and stay away from people. Don't go out partying. Well, I mean, shit shut down now. Yeah. As of 9 p.m. tonight. It was weird when I picked up this beer at, at the place down the street. Mm-hmm. It was like the carryout was open, but it was empty. I And the, the the people you're talking about, okay, I'm I'm not trying to. I don't comment on these things and try to add panic. I, well, I don't know. Maybe I do. It's because I'm commenting on people that are like, oh, well, the flu killed blah 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 thousand and i'm like but the flu is like it's way further into the season like this is in its fucking infancy infancy and it's like and we know how many people get the got the flu we don't even know how many people have this shit that's the other thing i'm trying to tell people is that when you when people say people say oh only you know 20 or 50 cases i'm like that they know about like you know how many fucking people are just like one, either refusing to go. Two, haven't really started showing symptoms yet. There's a lot. I mean, me and you could be infecting each other right now. <coughs> God, I'm don't kidding. do that to I'm, me. I'm just kidding. Don't do that to me. Um, no, honestly, I mean, I feel nice and healthy. I'm going to no, I mean, put I'm, a weed beer on top of it. But I've already come to terms with the fact that, like, and I've like talked with the family about it when the kids are saying the great. It's like, you know what? There's a good chance that we could get it. Yeah. Because it's a pandemic. There's a good chance it'll sweep through this house like any other any any other uh, uh, bad flu or cold comes through. Mm-hmm. We'll get through it, and you don't got to be afraid of it. But we also just need to 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 worry about the people in our society who are less fortunate than us. I it's think not o- that hard to understand. I think Ohio has one of the uh, youngest confirmed cases. Yeah, fourteen, right? I think so. Yeah, and uh, but you know, I will also say that. I'm not a big fan of Governor DeWine or most of his policies, uh, but man, his, if he is not leading right now, oh, we absolutely. need a leader. Absolutely. And if he is not leading the country, more so than the president, in yep. my opinion. There's a lot of people uh, that keep writing articles about how Ohio's handling it and how we're like championing, like everybody should aspire to And he's getting up do. there. He's not being political. He's saying, here's the deal. Here's the sucks. We got to do this. It yeah. sucks. Here's an expert to tell you why. Yeah. Like he's not trying to paint anything pretty you know like uh he's preparing everybody for the worst just in case we get there agreed cool well on that note let's fucking let's move off of this shit because i'm pretty sure that everyone in the world is probably tired of hearing it even though uh my buddy brian we had brian on before but he reached out and was like are you guys podding and i was like in fact, we are. We were supposed to do this yesterday. And he said he wanted to come down and talk about uh, conspiracy theories and shit. And that would have been pretty fun because, fuck, there are a lot right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, look them up. I'm not going to – we're not going to turn this into like the Joe Rogan podcast. You can go so. deep into uh, – right off the surface of Reddit. Go deep, <laughs> deep into these conspiracies real quick. Two, uh, two subreddits um, got quote-unquote quarantined, meaning you can't search for them or anything. You have to just know what they are. One's like – Wuhan underscore flu, and one is uh, coronavirus conspiracy. Both of them got buried into the deep, uh, so like deep taken, dark. Taken out of the crawlers. Yeah, all that stuff. exactly. Um, all right, so I really wish I knew what the fuck this was. 
Um, I put Elmo's lying ass on here, and I really, really, I had something all queued up. It was probably some trivial rant about Elmo. Uh, I don't know where people watch Elmo. I don't know what channel it's on. I don't know anything about it. All I know is I go to YouTube, and I type in Elmo's World, and then we watch Elmo's World. And my daughter is obsessed with Elmo to the point where she has her favorite ones. It's on PBS. I don't give a fuck. Uh, she has her favorite ones and like, she'll be like Elmo and I'll, I'll start to search for Elmo and she'll go babies. And I'm like, fuck, she wants to see the baby episode. Like she knows, I remember those days. Yeah. She knows exactly what she wants to see either. Oh, you want to watch the same episode again? Yes. I'm cool with it, but I know them all by heart now. So now it's like, it's this fun game where, you know, let's say it's like 15 to 20 minutes. I try to say everything like a fraction of a second before they say it. And I'm getting really good at it, like too good at it to where I'm almost saying the entire episode. I know too much. There's some really funny shit in those. Uh, Specifically, if you guys haven't watched it, go watch the one called Elmo's World Balls. It's not your nuts, but there's just too many references that could be construed as nuts. (laughs) So it's, it's super wild. And then I caught some like new Elmo's World. It has like a new song and like the fucking aspect ratio is no longer four by three and it's like a different mr noodle and all this crazy shit i don't like them i'm not i'm not into the new ones i only like vintage elmo i think wild um you just the the fact that you just filled three minutes of content talking about elmo dude i'm not kidding i could give you i could give you several (laughs) i could give you several episode quotes right now but i i won't instead i'm gonna have you tell me about the chiropractor Oh, no, I was just, what's your opinion on chiropractic care? Are you of the of um, the people that go, oh, these fucking guys aren't real doctors, it's pseudoscience? Which, no, 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 not at all. That's but true. But I do believe that, I do believe that most of what they do, you just have to go forever and get like whatever it is. It's like, oh, I need this done at the chiropractor. You go, you get it done. And then like, I don't know, a few months later, you need it again, like. They they don't treat a lot of underlying conditions. They just kind of remedy it for right now, put a Band-Aid on it, and then you see them in three months. Yeah, and I agree, and it's it's actually like, see me in two days. <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone four times in two weeks. For what, the breaking your neck off? Yeah, so that was a thing. So I decided, you know, Sierra and Beatrice go once a week. B has, B has uh, she gets pain in her lower back. Mm. Uh, I... It, chiropractic just helped and uh so they go once a week and then i just you know my insurance denied the treatment i was supposed to get in my neck and i was just like well maybe i'll just try you know some other stuff like getting massages or acupuncture or or i was like you know what i went to chiropractor when i was a little kid maybe i'll go now and i just went and i gotta say like i've been four times the last couple weeks and like i'm having i feel a lot better (laughs) To be yeah. honest with you. And uh, the interesting part about it is, you know, the surgeon I saw after I got an MRI said that it looks like it was uh, hereditary. Okay. And he looked at it and he goes, I don't think this is hereditary. He goes, this malformation in these three spine, if it was hereditary, it'd be going all up and down your spine. He goes, this looks like it was a whiplash injury from like 20 years ago that you've just been living with. So then I like thought about it. And because he's like my spine, the guy goes, he's looked at me straight on. He goes, I can tell just by looking at you that your neck goes like this. This was crazy. Shit, man. Professionals. And, and, uh, but, uh, I was thinking about it, I think 20 years ago, 
16, 17 years old, I got in two car wrecks and both of them slammed me side to side super hard. Both really? And, uh, and then I've spent the last 20 years of my life giving myself whiplash multiple times a week. So headbanging. Here we are. That's interesting. Uh, anyway, it seems to be working. Sometimes when like, uh, professionals, how do you word how do I word this when they like size something up and tell you some shit before you've gotten into it it adds such a layer of validity to oh, them sure. that like I just can't wait to hear the next thing they say and I instantly grab onto whatever it is because I'm so it's like a magic trick I'm like how the fuck did they do that and then they the next thing they tell me I just grab onto so that sounds great have yeah. you ever done acupuncture uh no I want to I have one of my Closest friends does acupuncture. She has a business in Clintonville. So. Nice. I'll hook it up. Yeah. Let me get a coupon. <laughs> Motherfucking coupon. Friends and family discount. <laughs> uh, shit. Sierra's uh, done it. I've not done it before, though. Um, so unrelated to chiropractor, and I don't even know if I text you or told you this, but my wife fucking destroyed her knee. Yeah. What? You told me that she might have to get surgery. That's not a might. It's an absolute oh, necessity. Uh, so she went to play soccer. Uh, indoor soccer and it was more like cross training to help with her distance running and I get a call like 10 30 uh, or not a call maybe it was a text it just said like I fucked up my knee uh you know side note my wife tends to be kind of dramatic about things so I was like okay of course you did and then the next text that came in said like I can't talk and, like, I was like, damn, does she, why does she not want to talk? Like, uh, that's weird. Um, she, like, really fucked her knee up. So she, like, you know, did the thing where she went for the ball, planted, twisted, did some bullshit, heard it pop. Uh, people had to help her to the car. Um, shout out to Kyle. It's Kyle's birthday today. Um, Happy birthday, Kyle. He was going to come over and watch the kids because they were sleeping while mm-hmm. I went and got her because she didn't even think she could use her leg to drive home. Uh, she ended up driving home, got it checked out the next day. Doctor said, you definitely tore your MCL. You're having a lot of pain over there. And you almost never tear your MCL without your ACL. So once she had the MRI, saw a surgeon, all that shit, uh, she basically tore like all of them. Like some extent tore all of them. ACL's completely gone. Meniscus fucked up. That blows. Yeah. So she has to have uh, physical therapy to get range of motion back to a certain point. She's wearing a leg brace. Uh, to stabilize her leg so that she can crutch around and put any kind of weight on it, but she can't like, you know, you can't just walk on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as fucked up as she is, that's an elective surgery. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's not even a necessity. Like they basically, anything that's, that's not life threatening. And I guess your livelihood and being able to fucking walk around and carry your two year old is not like fucking healthcare system. I know. Jesus I know. Christ. So that's actually uh, that's not a that's not a good segue at all. But that could get us on a fucking long rant about the one point whatever trillion they dumped into the stock market to superficially inflate the numbers for a little bit uh, when they could have done a list of other things, including healthcare. One point five million dollars trillion. The the trillion million trillion dollars that they injected to keep a bunch of rich people are uh, rich still. Yeah. And if, the fucking they, shit did not work. If they divided that up, I read the statistic literally minutes before we came in here. If they divided that up, they could have given every American $4,500 to last them through this, <laughs> which would severely help a lot of people. Oh, yeah. The, 
The only thing that I will say is I was very surprised that they were offering unemployment during these times. It's interesting because it's it's interesting because we've never experienced something like this as a culture. Yeah. And uh I read somebody say this somewhere that said like if the last time I felt this way was like right after 9/11 where Brian he said that? Yeah, Brian said where that. Where it feels like that's what I keep telling myself. That's what I tell my team at work. That's what I told some of my clients. It's like we got to keep remembering that every single person is disrupted by this. Yeah. We are all in it together. Nobody is immune from this, pun intended. And uh, that was a good one, though. Uh, you know what I mean? So it just it, it, it's nice to see people coming together. And fuck you if you're one of those people who went and hoarded a bunch of shit. I went to the grocery store tonight. Did you hoard a bunch of shit? No. Okay. You looked at me like you're about to be like, dude, I got so many fucking rolls. No, I, I've been to uh, the store fucking three times in two days. I went to the store today and it's like, it's picked over pretty good. Yeah. Like if you want pasta, you're making lasagna. Uh, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I did get, I got angel hair. But, uh, you know, the lines weren't long. People were in good spirits. You know, everybody's, everybody's out there knowing that everybody's doing, dealing with the same bullshit. So let's just fucking. So they implemented, uh, like more constraint hours. It was like, I don't know what it was, eight to 10 or something like that, like all stores. And so I'm not one that usually shops during middle of the day at all, ever. I'm like, I go at like one in the morning to Meyer. Uh, so it was weird going to the store at regular time. And tonight, I went at, or I didn't say, I said tonight, but I mean today. I went like 11.30 j- to get some of the fucking things that have been out every time I've tried to go. Because I don't know why so much shit is being bought. I, re- I really don't. I don't understand the toilet paper thing. I don't understand, I don't even understand the soap thing. Like, or some of the things that are being bought. Like, you guys are buying up all the fucking bread. Like, what is happening? Because your kids are staying home from school. Like, they're fucking eating sandwiches just all day long. Sandwiches? I, I did go through, like, a loaf and a half of bread in the last 24, 36 hours. How many? Why? Why the sandwich intake? The kids like making toast. The kids like making sandwiches. Is this something that happens every spring break? I don't know. This spring, like, the kids are home, spring break. Fuck it. They're eating toast and sandwiches all day. It's what they like. It's, it's an easy thing to keep them happy. Okay. Well, the whole world has that same fucking concept. The only shit but, that was sitting around was, like, the Jewish seeded rye. <laughs> like, nobody was fucking with that. Uh, why has it got to be Jewish, man? I'm just kidding. The I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jewish seeded rye. I'm kidding. Uh, no, what but else? The, I got to say, the one thing that sucks the most to see. No, it doesn't suck the most. Well, because I'm not trying to elevate somebody above other people, but it's really hard to see uh, bands having to cancel shit. Yeah. It's really hard having to see bands like post sad post after sad post about how, well, this show got canceled too. We're going home. We're sitting on a mountain of merch for this tool, uh, this tool, this tour. Yeah. So it's like, so go buy merch from your favorite bands. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks. Like, I if, feel like if you're getting refunded for a show that you were supposed to go to, Use that money to buy merch from those bands instead. That's a good point. Like, they need it. Yeah, no, bands bands have kind of a fallback, fallback plan, right? Because they've got memorabilia, merch, things like that. Um, what I feel bad for is the motherfuckers that are, like Knox, for example, right? He is a sound guy, yeah. and he works live shows. Like, he doesn't have fucking merch to sell, mm-hmm. on the, you know? Like... Who else? Even bartenders. Dude, bartenders, 
you know those motherfuckers have been underreporting their shit if reporting anything on taxes for how long. They can't even claim unemployment. What are they going to do? Yeah, I made uh, $812 last year. I need to get fucking unemployment. For, you know, like they uh, can't do shit. Um, also, like the – we both have lots of friends in like the salon oh, industry. Yeah. They're all closing. Yep. Like – a lot of people are going to be out money. And it's Prohibition style it's salons. Interesting, it's, inter- it's interesting seeing uh, bipartisanship around, like, we got real conservative people, real conservative uh, senators and congressmen who are mm. who are calling just as much as the liberals are for a, a massive economic stimulus to pump cash into oh, yeah. the real people's hands, not these fuckers at the top. Yeah, through these Wall Street injections, we fucking cycled right back around to this shit. Sorry, this is this is taken over. It's actually taken over our lives, like in every aspect. From work, I'm my job has asked every single person in the company that can work from home to work from home indefinitely. Like we don't, we're just having a touch point every like week to figure out if we're going to come back. And you work for a massive corporation. I work for a very massive corporation. Um. Yeah, as a uh, as as like I was saying before, we got started on this as a consultant. You know, we're having to put we're having to put our associates first, obviously, but also making our client clients remember that like we're here, we're 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 here with you to help keep business moving as as close to business as usual as possible. We have so. uh, we pulled our daughter out of daycare. I mean, we still have to pay for daycare, which is kind of shitty. Sierra still got a got to work it right now until they shut them down and, yeah and and they're going to we know that we know that 100 percent they're going to shut them down um some of them are already shutting down and like the parents are complaining because they're still making them pay that i see it does kind of suck but at the same time it's like we voluntarily pulled our daughter and said if we're working from home we'll just make it work yeah we'd rather be safe plus give them one just one less interaction point yeah and well, I guess I say them, but I was talking about the teacher. Like, if you think about your kid, they're in there with 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. different fucking access points. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on from that shit. I'm trying to distance myself from it socially. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> At least six feet. At least six feet. Should we be scooting away from each other? I thought about it, but. We should have got a spit shield like right here. Just to make sure. Stay on. Let's just wrap ourselves in those trash bags. We might suffocate. It is funny looking in the camera because I'm sitting behind or in front of these giant stacks and you're sitting in front of a fucking mini <laughs> fridge in a trash can. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it does. It looks a little rowdy. It does look a little rowdy. Uh, uh, you know what I did? You know what I did? Well, first, you know what I did mm-hmm. on Friday? I went to a wedding. Ooh. And, uh, it was cool. Well, kind of weird. Uh, hey, I went to a wedding during a pandemic. But uh, a f- old friend of mine, um, former bandmate in Symphony in Peril, uh, he and I were really close. We've kind of, you know, just like old friends do, we distance, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we're still good friends. Anyway, he texted me on Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday and was like, hey, I know it's last minute during the day, but if you can make it, you know, we're eloping on Friday, just a small family ceremony, two o'clock. I was like, oh, wow. And then like shit hit the fan with this virus. And so then shit got really crazy. But then I was able to make it work. And uh, it was very cool to be able to be a part of that. You know, like 
to go see somebody who is very dear to me get married just like I mean, they've been together for a while, yeah. but just spread it's probably yeah, it was probably a nice, a welcome thing in in the middle of all this yeah, chaos. It was really cool, and I, I never seen a guy happier than than that day. It was crazy. So, and I met his dad. I've known him for nineteen years, and I've never met his dad before because his dad lives in California. Mm. But it was just like, like I introduced myself, and he and he's like, "Hey, I'm Josh's dad." And I'm like, "What?" Like <laughs> I've heard so much about this guy. So Did you get fucking turned out? No, no, no. It was just like family in a little storefront place. And mm. then we went to Buca de Beppo and I had a beer and left. But mm. uh, uh, so it was cool. I went to a wake on oh, Friday. Man. <laughs> what, man? Like, no, that's a bummer. It's, yeah, it is. Uh, this, this could go and come off bad. It's going to come off like, I don't know, kind of shitty. I can't wait. No. I am like I'm just desensitized to death at this point in life. You've seen a lot of friends die, man. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is. But when things like this happen, you know who I I genuinely like am really sad and give a fuck about the people that are going to be really affected by this. I never think about like myself during that time. I'm never like, "Oh my fuck, man, this person passed away and I'm like really upset about this." I'm just – I'm more, like, bummed out about how it's going to affect the family or, like, the other friends. Is that because you are just not reaching down and experiencing emotion? I don't know. I can tell you that, like, that's the way to be careful about that without saying, like, you're a cold-hearted bastard. No, that's – because, like – However true that may be. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, if you think about it, it's like that that person is now gone. And a motherfucking thing that I can do, say, or feel is going to change that. But other people seem to take this stuff harder than I do. And it's been like that for, I don't know, it's, 10, 15 it's years. It's interesting because I, I, I see the way you're approaching it. And the the approach is a problem solver's approach, which that, is well, – which I know, which That's is, me. which is, I don't need, it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, there's nothing I can do about it. So I just need to suck it up. Yeah. I believe and, that you can only control your reaction. And I think that that's good. I think that's, I think that's good, but I do think that there's a missing element to that, which is you're a human being and suffering is a real thing that we experience and we need to lean into it and experience that part. Because we're wired to experience like, no, it sucks that this person is gone. It sucks for their family. Excuse me. It sucks for their – that's chilly, man. Uh, <laughs> it sucks for their family. It sucks for their close friends. It sucks for their kids, their wife, you know, whatever. Uh, but then, you know, kind of coming to terms with like, you know, it sucks for me too because – I don't know. Maybe you had certain memories or whatever. No, I, and I, I don't do. know. And I'm not. I'm not pretending to like to proscribe anything on the way you should or shouldn't be feeling. But I think that I think that you're tapping into a really uh, good uh, way of dealing with grief, but also ignoring it, the other way of dealing with grief. And and yeah. this has been your your session with, yeah. with Doctor. And that concludes the session. It'll be a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, no, I I've been like that for quite some time, and I don't know why that is. And I and I've always attributed it to like uh, because I've seen my fair share. Well, you know, it's it's you you came up 
on the streets of South Columbus. What up? You know, it's it's the lifestyle that you grew up in is definitely dictating that because every story you've told me is is horrifying. And uh not horrifying. Uh, yeah, a lot of them are horrifying. Some of them. Uh but, you know, the the way you talk about your upbringing it is like a you know what? I got to get mine. I got to fucking take care of number one here. Some motherfuckers have PTSD from the hood. Yeah. That's real shit. So I see, I understand why you, because I, 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 I feel like I would be that way if I weren't such a baby. Like that's the thing is like, I, I naturally, like, like I said, like I've said before, I can't, like I can barely talk about the end of Toy Story 3 without like wanting to tear up. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fucking scene in Goodwill Hunting, Hunting when he's like, it's not your fault, like makes me weep. Saving, Weep. saving private Ryan. <laughs> you fuck with that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, I'm that'll, big, that'll get some tears going. I'm a big, I'll cry at like the end of an episode of Full House. Dude, but what the fuck? I cry at like, you know, the weird backstories of the people on like the fucking voice <laughs> in America's Got Talent. I'll like tear up at their backstories. But like when it comes to fucking people dying, I'm just like, let's keep it moving. I think it's a, there's a, there's a, to me, that sounds like a, uh, reaction in your heart or psyche that's yeah. like, like, nope, I'm not doing, nope. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I think it is. Uh, but when I think about like, feel like I'm making you sound like you're a really bad mental space, and I don't think you are. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel like I am. But I, I definitely agree with the fact that I have always been one to internalize feelings, mm. always. And it got me in like some shit early on, like with uh, relationships and shit like that. It would get me in like really bad situation where I like I never wanted to talk about a motherfucking thing. And so, like, we just wouldn't talk about shit. And then all of a sudden you blow up and it's like you melt the whole city down. I, it's impo- literally impossible for me to not wear my emotions on my sleeve all the time. Hmm. If you, if I am holding emotions in, you can tell <laughs> big time. <clears throat> no, it's fucking weird. I should stop doing that. But I do it anyway. Uh, and then I think about, like, my mom passing away. And that's the one I'm not going to deal with well. Yeah. I'm going to fucking I've, I've had I'm gonna the, lose uh, my shit. Yeah. Both my parents, man. Yep. Wow, we took that to a dark place. Yeah, but can I just shed a little light on that? So it was a it was an Irish funeral. Okay. Um, is that a party? I mean, there were definitely some things in it that I was I was thinking like, holy shit! Like, my family's been doing funerals wrong. Uh, so. First of all, it was really great to see a lot of my old uh, South End friends and family. It was great. I haven't seen some of those people in person since 10, 15 years. Um, so that was fantastic. And then uh, the priest gets up and he's he's doing his thing and we're all sitting and listening. And then they did something. Well, first they had some like Irish dudes come out and sing, like sing a – song about I, I don't know what the fuck it was it was called like the last glass or last pour or something like that and like everybody had shots of jameson and the Weird. whole like the whole place it, i mean the kids had uh, apple juice but everybody had shots of jameson and everyone's holding it up and they're like rocking out a tune and it's all about like i i want to say the lyrics were from the perspective of like when i'm gone like here's how i want you to like you know Turn up, basically. It's like, that's what it was. So they're up there doing this tune, and everybody's got their glass, and then we, like, do shots of Jameson, and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, what do I, what do I do? Do I, do I 
get a business requirements document? Like, how do I make sure that people are doing fucking shots of Patron at my funeral? Well, that's the thing. Uh, and I've, I've thought about that before. It's just like. Or Don Julio. We, we, as a culture, we make the, we make funerals so sad. It's what we see in the movies. Everyone's yeah. in black with veils and everyone's standing quietly in the rain around a fucking hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's like other countries, man. Funerals are like parties, like Eastern countries, like, uh, in Eastern cultures, like funerals are like fucking, that's well, the time. Like, it's like it's a celebration of them going into the next, into the next plane of existence, man. Yeah. Yeah. To be more like maybe, that. Maybe that's the problem though. Like there's so many people nowadays like me, like I'm dead in the dirt. I have, I have no, I don't, I don't follow any, like, I don't follow any religious anything, like none. And so maybe that's the thing. Maybe I'm such a fucking like I'm worm food. You know what I mean? Maybe it's that. Yeah, but but I just want people to party one last yeah, time. Yeah, but and that's and I get that. And that's where I have a hard time with like that kind of just straight uh atheistic uh language of just like yeah, no, you when you die you go well that that's true. Your your matter your goes body. your goes into the earth and you do become worm food and you, you go to nothing. The energy your energy goes somewhere <laughs> and some people believe that it just becomes part of everything else. The so batteries are made out you know, of like, like the, you know, we're all a collective energy since we've been sitting here, you know, atoms from your body have gone into mine. Atoms from my body have gone into you as we've been sitting here, you know, that have gone into those drums that have gone into that symbol right there. I mean, it's just, it's, that's telekinesis, Kyle. I got really – my name is not Kyle <laughs> for one. Uh, Dude, that was a fucking Tenacious D reference. Oh, was it? I didn't That's know. telekinesis, Kyle. You remember that song? I missed the Tenacious D boat. Really? Yeah. yeah Sierra's a huge fan. She should go back. I really like Jack Black. I really like what I've seen of Tenacious D. I really like their comedic energy. Yeah. And I did see that movie, The Pick of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – I kind of missed the whole boat with Tenacious D, like, in high school. Uh, well, we've talked about karaoke songs. <laughs> Fuck Her Gently uh, goes over very well. That's a good song. <laughs> it goes over very well. Uh, anyway, I didn't want to derail you from an actual, a real conversation. No, no, no. You, it's, you it's, said I've been giving you the COVID-19 atoms or something. <laughs> <laughs> and we gave it to the drums. Yeah, it's just, all, all I'm saying is that... All I'm saying, man, is we're just one energy, man. And when we when we come into this world, we our energy is in this in this flesh prison, and then as soon as we die, it rots away, and our energy just becomes part of the rest of the energies of the universe, man. You need to align your chakras. Mm, don't even start with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw a funny meme. The I got other day. some DoTerra's for you if you want some essential oils. I got a whole shit ton at home. No, I mean that's that's what I was telling people. Like as you step off the airplane. You run through a mist of essential oils that is very reminiscent of when you're waiting in line at Cedar Point for a roller coaster. It's just a fan that missed you. And then at the end of the mist row is a woman named Karen with a spiky haircut that bangs a couple crystals in your face. Boom. You're immune to COVID. So here's a funny story I just thought about about uh, about essential oils. Because here's the thing. Sierra's been up in the essential oils for a bit. Yeah. And I do lavender's one, right? Uh, yes, and it's I, calming as fuck. I believe. In I that. and it also is like good for like if I you know 
you know, pinch a zit or get a scratch. You know, like uh-huh. lavender really does help take redness away. And mm. these oils do stuff. I fuck with the witch hazel. These oils do stuff or they, you know, certain aromas are obviously stress relieving and, sure. and, and, and anxiety lifting and things like that. Yes. Sitting them as actual medical remedies for things. Not so much, <laughs> right. but I will say this is a funny story. One time I had a, unsightly skin tag on my back okay this sounds so this is gross that part of it's gross we got over with okay we got the gross part over supposedly oregano oil can take care of that you fucking rubbing pizza on your back basically so that's where the story gets so funny so we do this we put this on there and for the record did not do what it was supposed to do in fact inflamed it and made it oh shit five times as big uh anyway so we put some on there and then we went to a show at ace of cups that was like really packed mm. and then it became this joke for the rest of the night sierra just kept just seeding it with everybody and everybody kept walking up to me be like man i could really go for some pizza right now <laughs> do you smell a pizza the whole <laughs> night everyone kept talking about how i smelled like a pizza joint the shit was so funny <laughs> So you said it inflamed. Did it get like a the size of a boil? Did it like blow up like that? It was like somebody blew up a balloon. Oh my god! Pizza okay, balloon. I want to be done talking about this because it's grossing me out just talking about it. Yeah, but people love this shit, it. man. They're trying to but, get some ratings on this podcast, Doctor Doctor Pimple Popper and shit. Ugh. But uh, Beatrice had her first zit smack dab in the middle of her nose. No shit. Yeah, and and I was like, she's like, how do you know when they're ready? To pop. And I was like, because they get what's called a whitehead. <laughs> and uh, it's she racist. called me a racist. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, wow, well, yeah. the same way I believe yeah. there. Uh, and I was like, well, let me look at it. Let me look. And I like, I was just like, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And she got so mad at me. But did it pop? Because yeah. you did it and she yeah, didn't get yeah, to? Yeah. She, well, no, because it hurt. Oh, okay. And she wasn't expecting it. And she she told me, she said, why did you why would you lie to me? You said you were just going to look at it. <laughs> and I was like, well, good news is I didn't get it all. But yeah, uh, it was it was bad news funny. is this fucking mustache. I'm bad. Dad. Remember? Yeah. Bad news is there's a lot more where that comes from. If you're mm. my if you're my daughter. So because I was a fucking pizza face. Uh, Still I went am. and picked up Hayden's like schoolwork today. Um, so your kids are like, they're making them learn. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, they sent home like packets of stuff, but I think it was all optional. No, this shit's real. We're making them do it though. Uh, not only is it real, he's got to like, there's like online pieces of it too. Hmm. Uh, cause they have, you know, they have Chromebooks and accounts and all that shit. Columbus city schools hasn't put any of those in place. put it any like official policy in place yet, except for sending them home. With, like, they need to go ahead work. and put that shit in place because they're talking about kids being out of school for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I go get his notebooks and all that bullshit and, um, I'm, I'm, we're like flipping through some things today and there is one that I would, I would wager money was a picture of a dick. I thought he drew a picture of a dick on the back of this notebook and then like me and my wife are looking at it and we're like, and then I don't know why, but I like know everything this kid is going to say before he says it. I, I I can't – it's a fucking gift. It's a gift that I have acquired, and I don't understand why I can do it. And I look at it and go, nah, he's probably trying to draw something else, 
thought it looked like a dick, and that's why he scribbled it out. And so, like, we, you know, he's taking the dog out, and we open the back door, and like, look at this! You, like, drew a dick on here! And then he comes closer, and he's, like, laughing about it, and he goes, actually, I tried to draw a face, but I thought it looked like a dick, so I scribbled it out. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, like, my wife goes, well, that's what, that's what dad said. I'm like, dude, I know everything this fucking kid is gonna say. I don't understand why I know it. Maybe it's because I was a boy. And, like, he's a boy, and we were growing up, and he's doing all the same shit. Maybe there's something to that. But damn if I don't know everything. It's, it's funny, like, the stuff that I say, like, Sierra's, like, sounds so surprised about things. I'm like, uh, I hate to break it to you. There are two boys. They're prepubescent boys that yeah. we've got. Like, it only gets worse from here. It only gets grosser. <laughs> and, uh, but... We were that video I showed you. I sent you earlier about that. So oh there my was, god! There Tell was some, that story. There was some I, the video I saw on Twitter. There was some uh, hearing happening in some small town and uh, about coronavirus. And a mayor he asked to be to to like he excused himself to go to the bathroom, but forgot to turn his mic off. And like she's talking, like like. A scientist or a doctor or something like that's talking, and all of a sudden you just hear <laughs> like forever. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of farts, and, by the way. And Sierra's like, "That sounds fake. Why? Why?" And I was like, "Uh, have you ever been in a men's room? <laughs> At least one stall sounds like that pretty much <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> Somebody is having a bad day almost almost all times in a men's room. Oh man, so funny though, dude." So, are you reading the comments? <laughs> no, yeah, I started to read some comments. Let's see if we can get a little bit of audio in this. <laughs> and ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am um, aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there were there would be instances where I actually agree go. that we should take action locally first, but... <laughs> There are not. Any the fact that she's laughing yeah. so hard the whole time is so much makes it so much funnier. <laughs> oh yeah. man, it's that, so it's so good. I I had a really good laugh at that's that. That's the content we need right now. Yeah, that's that's what I need in my life. It's so funny, dude. Uh, so when I was sitting there watching that earlier, because uh, my wife like she is so about garbage reality TV. It's like. The more garbage, the better. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You got that shit too? Oh my god. Do you remember when fucking reality TV was just like, let's just get eight random motherfuckers and put them in a house? Okay? And it has just evolved from there. Well, that's, I literally said this the other day. Here we are back on COVID. Is, <laughs> is, uh, we're in this situation right now with a slow to act president because of the real world. I'm, I'm listening. That's that's like if it weren't for reality television, the scourge of our culture, America's second greatest sin. Oh <laughs> no, I'm not, just kidding. I'm kidding. It's not. It's much lower on the list. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the real world brought us Donald Trump is all I'm saying. Yeah. So you puck. credit it's puck. You credit it's 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 putting when you put a fucking guy on TV who 
gets ratings because he's outrageous and boisterous and blah, blah, blah. That opened the floodgates to all of this garbage fucking reality TV. And that opened the floodgates to stupid shows like making people look like actual businessmen when they, actually, when they actually run businesses in the ground. You know what I mean? So that's a big leap to say the real world got us Donald Trump. But I think I'm pretty much well, right on. I mean <laughs> – I I acknowledge the real world as being one of the first reality shows, but in in reality, it was eh, in reality, it was actually some show in the like eighties or seventies. Yeah, I know. But the real world is what brought it to like real world and road rules. Oh yeah, is what brought it to like our generation uh, in an acceptable manner. Speaking of COVID and reality shows, another thing I read right before I got here: the cast of the current season of Big Brother has been in isolation since February 6th, and they have no idea we're in the middle of a global pandemic. What? <laughs> the current season of Big Brother is cut off from the outside world. Okay. The people in that in that house. So they're fine then. They have, well, yeah. But they 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 have, I, but I just imagine like the camera crews and stuff like that and the producers and yeah. stuff. How are they keeping that from these people? I mean, just don't tell them. I don't know. Seems weird. That's wild. They're, they me. are going to come out of that like, what the fuck? Yeah. Especially if uh, somebody they know uh, gets sick or dies. Yeah, it's so weird, man. Mm, wild. Um, no, but like while I was watching that fart clip you sent earlier, my wife uh, was watching. She she had on Wife Swap. The the reboot? Yeah. Which is, used to be all about that show. I got to be honest. I I thought it used to be more normal. And now it's like they try and intentionally find two people that are complete fucking opposites. Uh, yeah, so I would say the first season, maybe first two seasons, were just kind of like, hey, what would happen if this family from this from farm culture switched with yeah. family from city culture? But then it was like, what if this hippie family switched with this insane fundamentalist Christian? And that's when you got the yeah, one episode yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. like, it's not Christian! I don't know if you've seen those videos of that yes. lady. Yes. Uh, girls, psychics. Yeah. So <laughs> right before I leave, she puts on this one. She reads the little trailer and it's like gothic, uh, gothic something like they're gothic pagan witches, like wife swapped with somebody who's like the lead preacher at a fucking Christian church. It's just an excuse to create conflict. Yes. That's all it is. And that's all reality TV is. Is that's excuse, what I mean. It's just gotten more it's garbage. It's an excuse to create conflict for our entertainment. And that is what our politics and media have become as well. So that's when I say Give me a good give me a good example of a good uh reality show. Are there any? A good reality show? Yeah. Uh Fear Factor was pretty good. Yeah, it was fucking tight. Uh because it's it's about doing crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean I like those real world road rules challenge those challenges yeah those are pretty good except for the fact that it's like literally just a whole cast of characters that has made an entire 20-year career out of being on these shows over and over salute again. to them yeah i know I mean, and mike the miz went turned and got into wrestling and yeah, fuck it uh salute. good reality show jersey shore oh fuck with that i love I always it. fuck with jersey shore uh floribama shore I do it's not like, like it near as much. Oh my god, it's like the ratchet cousin of Jersey Shore. I fuck with it. I like it. Because with those shows, it see like to me that's it's just so ridiculous and it's so over the top. And I don't give a shit about these people. You know what I mean? But then you get these like like 
I know everyone's addicted to that Love is Blind show, but I watched about 15 minutes of it, and I wanted to – we deserve the plague that we <laughs> my, have right Yeah, now. my wife watched that one. I caught the gist of what it was. I started watching the uh, – or she started watching the reunion. I caught a tiny bit of it the other day. It's weird that we're all like – we're start. this is how every like post-apocalyptic movie starts. What they they these guys are like yeah the, and it was the first few people started coughing and that then the virus, oh, yeah. virus came through oh fuck my <laughs> my wife goes uh, my wife goes I want to watch Contagion I'm like why why right now do you want to watch Contagion anyway I go to my website that I go to to look at movies sometimes it's a trending movie oh I'm yeah like, I'm like of oh, fucking course it is and then we get on Netflix and there's some other movie that's another Contagion style movie. Uh, and then, like another one, it, it was like there were like three of them that popped up. I had never heard of two of them. Of course, we watched them, and holy fuck, they're like wildly accurate. These fucking things—they've been just sliding these things right in under our nose. We've just been ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Now I want to watch Outbreak. Oh man, yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, dude. Did What's he, he me too? Man, I don't. I can't keep track. Whoa. I haven't looked this up yet. Did a lot of fucking people just get named? What? In a, like, a pedophile case? A lot of people. Like, today? I don't know. Like, recently. I I I heard, like, Harvey was, like, fucking pointing the finger at everybody. Hey, speaking of of that, Harvey Weinstein's gonna die in jail. So, I'm good. That's good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but didn't... Hold on. Didn't he get... What did he get, like... He got 26 years, dude. He's fucking in his mid-70s, and he's in poor health. His lawyer was pleading with the judge and said he will die in prison if he gets more than five years. (laughs) Karma's a bitch! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, somebody somebody told me fucking Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks got coronavirus. I know he did. And then, like, mad things popped up that said, I hope this fucking pedophile dies. Good. He needs to die. And I was like, what the fuck did I miss? And then I... Probably all that QAnon shit where they think that all these pedophiles are going to get taken down by Donald Trump. That's, I mean, that pretty much is the gist of it. But there was, like, a a really concrete list that I keep seeing in multiple different places about, like, this weird fucking Hollywood pedophile ring that includes, like... Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah. It's like super weird. Uh, we'll have to dive into that. They eat the babies too. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what sperm is? Can you be a vegan and eat sperm? <laughs> like, how does that work? Is that cannibalism? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How does that work? <laughs> uh, so there is a, a... Do you fuck with like Lil Dicky at all? Mm-mm. No? Not as a... You don't know who he is? I or, know who he is. He's okay. got a show now, right? Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It is five minutes in, and I was – not even five minutes, 30 seconds in to the first episode, and I was gut laughing, like that hardcore, like I'm laughing What's hard. it about? Dude, it's like loosely based on his life, oh. but in his own – he's the writer. I think it's like executive produced by Kevin Hart, and it's got some steam behind it. So it's like Atlanta, like a coming of age, becoming a rapper. Yes, but in the thing, he's already – got some youtube success like he you know he made it on youtube like he put that first video out and the video was like had that animated you know six pack on my dick blah 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 uh it got like 15 million views in a couple months so it's like joke rapper 
Yes. Oh. His name is Lil Dicky. He's a Jewish rapper that jokes about having a small dick. But I saw him in like one of those like freshman ciphers. Oh yeah. So I thought he was like a real. Oh, rapper. he's really fucking good. Huh. Like he is one of the better like with wordplay and lyricists. Dude, I'm about to turn you on to him before we leave today. Um. Anyway, it's loosely based on his life. And it's fucking hilarious. So apparently he started doing this rap thing because ultimately he wanted to end up to be a writer for a TV show. <laughs> and dude, if he didn't fucking kill it. Interesting. Hilarious. And the reason I bring that up is because I was telling Kyle, like, dog, there are two episodes. You've got to fucking watch it. And then I watched the third and I was like, holy shit, the third's out. You got to watch it. He just watched them all. He just said, bro, just watch the three Dave episodes. That last one, I lost it. I can't even – I don't even want to, like, ruin it for you. Cool. They're only 30 minutes apiece. I'll check it out. Watch all three of them. The third one, I will say, was a little slow, but it ended fucking amazing. Hmm. Amazing. So it starts amazing, ends amazing. I can't wait to watch the next one. Speaking of rap, did you hear that J Electronica record? Did no, I send it to no, you? No, uh, but all I keep hearing is that Jay-Z is on every, every one. He's on all but two tracks. Yeah. And it is – great it is i don't really i never knew much about the j electronica dude other than the fact that i'd seen him pop up as features on stuff and mm-hmm. remixes and things like that yeah and but like he was he was the what was he, like the last he was like the last verse on a really popular song and everybody used to just turn it off before that verse <laughs> came on i can't think of what song that was i think he's a pretty good rapper no he's good um but then like the beats on the record are like that kind of classic Rockefeller sound yeah uh, a lot of it also sounds like kanye west old school Kanye West style production and Jay-Z is like rapping rapping like bars I mean he's great the record is great all right you've sold me I haven't been uh discovering too much new music this past week I did discover some fucking new metal band on the way here though they showed up on my release radar radar called uh earth caller and I I had heard a couple riffs when you open your window dude that Fucking, what is that riff called? Hang Or what is that song called? Hang on. I think I still got it up. It's called Push It. Not to be confused <laughs> with. Yeah. yeah, not to be confused with Salt and Peppa. Uh, oh, I was talking Static X. Oh. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, this, this band is worth checking out. Like, they're like very heavy new metal. So that song, Push It. When it comes in, I fuck, I really, really fuck with that riff. Now, the verse, some silly stuff. There's a little bit of silly stuff in there, but as a whole, it's worth checking out. I feel like they maybe have an identity crisis trying to find exactly uh, what sound they're Speaking going for. Speaking of identity crisis, you listen to the new Code Orange record? No. So I listened to the two song. I know there was another one put out. What's it called? Sulfur Surrounding. You talking about the record of this song that came out? The song it was called "Sulfur Surrounding." Was the third song? No, I haven't listened to it. I had it on my list, but I so I heard those three songs they release, and I didn't like two of the three of them. So I came in with really low expectations. Yeah, I expected to hate the album. I didn't viscerally feel any way about it. It ended, and I was like, okay, it was something. Uh, I think that the biggest issue with it is editing it is just lacking in editing there's just too many ideas Mm -hmm. they had a producer uh but 
it, it one of the producers was Jamie Morgan, the singer and drummer, hmm. and they needed to not produce their own record. They needed somebody to tell them, no, you don't have to be every 98 Roadrunner band at the same time. Like I said last week, you know, like there's one that's good. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's, the good songs are really good but when it's, and like, there's like, they got Chris Brenna from nine inch nails helping with, uh, with, with programming and electronics and stuff like that. So like the industrial stuff is also like legit. Mm-hmm. It's like legit industrial, but will yep mixed it. And like, it's like the mix is two thumbs way down. The guitar sounds super thin and the vocals are too out front. And it's just overall, it's, it's probably maybe I'll listen to it a couple more times, but it's definitely my least favorite code orange record. And I just think that there's just too many ideas. That being said, they were supposed to have their big, their big, uh, record release show on Saturday night. Every time I die, I was going to play Jesus peace. Zayo. It was a big ordeal. Canceled the show, obviously. But last minute, they got that Hate 5-6 guy, that video oh, guy. Yeah. And they put together, they said, we want to still give you guys the performance that we've been working toward. And they live streamed on Twitch, that video game app. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday night, 13,000 people tuned in, watched that set. I watched it on Sunday morning. And my God, even th- even though I don't like a lot of the new material, and it's about two-thirds of their set. Like they pull it off. They sounded fucking sick. The performance was awesome. They had all these graphics and those multiple camera angles and they're playing and they gave it their all and they were playing to a goddamn empty room. So wild, man. And I, to to me, it was all, it was cool, but it was also like a, this is a new thing. And I think that like, I was talking about this is the thing that this, uh, virus is doing. And here's the gross way of putting it. Uh, I saw somebody tweet, some comedian was like, uh, the COVID-19 is a black light to America's cum-stained hotel room. It is a, is a light that is shining on all the ways our system is broken. Mm-hmm. You know, like seven hour waits at O'Hare airport, you know, for instance, like that. Uh, but, uh, it's also shining a light on the things that we're taking for granted. Like, why couldn't a band fucking live stream a performance and have 13,000 people tune in? Yeah. Why the fuck not? And get, then start paying for like, premium content oh you get watch the second half of the set for you know, six bucks i don't know but you know continue it's, reading and and you know talking about work about teleconferencing and stuff like that and we did a go-to meeting and it's just like you use go-to meetings but then when you're forced to really use them then it's yeah. like wow this technology actually is really good why don't we do this you know and i think this is making us look at a lot of things that we take for granted so i'm glad that you said that because i said that to my wife today I said, we don't know how long this is going to be going on, mm-hmm. how long we're working from home, right? But at the end of it, it's going to... I'm way ahead of you on this shit. Yeah, I know that. Uh, it's going to get people to look at this and go, shit, do we really need to occupy retail space? Do we need to have this office, this large office? Can we actually start accepting people as work from home? Do we need an office close by? How do we, far do we, we need to go to restaurants? <laughs> Dude, I'm kidding. I do. Uh, no, it like do like think about the talent pool, right? There are people sitting in weird areas that are very talented people that we just don't get because they can't make it into an office. Mm-hmm. More and more companies every day are posting remote jobs, right? What if this is just a very large 
you know, way to say, fuck, we can do this too. We've been afraid to, of doing this because we're a old established company that does things a certain way, mm-hmm. but we have problems with retail. We have problems with parking. We have problems with real estate. Like, why can't we open mm-hmm. this up and make it more of a thing? It's funny. Another thing about it is, you know, and I agree. I totally agree with that is, you know, we're seeing the local and state governments do a lot more right now. Yeah. Because of the incompetence at the top. And uh, I, part of me the other day was like, what if this was just a conspiracy theory by the Republicans to put incompetence at the top to get their wet dream of putting it, putting state rights out, states, state control <laughs> out front. Yeah. Federalism or whatever the fuck. I've not, I, every, every libertarian is going to listen to this right now and just shake their head like he is. T- just stop talking. SMH. So I will say that my inner libertarian is coming out right now. Where it's like when you know I hear about like curfews and stuff like that. It's like who oh, the yeah. this is fucking America. Yeah. But they, then again, it's they, like they, they no. did impose the first. Or I mean, the only the first one I know about is in New Jersey. Yeah, and they asked the president today, and you know he could be bluffing, but yeah. you know, somebody asked him point blank, "Is there going to be a nationwide shutdown?" And he said, "There's no plans of that right now." So, yeah. uh, but you know, and I get it, I get it, but it's there is something in me deep down inside that's like, no, you don't tell me what to fucking do. I govern this. This is, this is my body. This is my territory. My body, my choice. Ooh, shit. Not just for you, ladies. Um, Ugh, did that sound really sexist? No, but that's what <laughs> that's what I use every time my wife tries to have me fucking get a goddamn vasectomy. I'm like, get out of here. My body, my choice. And I, that's why I did a vasectomy because my body, my choice. Yeah, my All mom. Right. Got, my mom was like, "Why are you really gonna do that?" Like, mom, this is what I want to do. Cutting off. Uh, I called her and asked her for permission first. Did you? No, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. Hey, man. Look, we've established that I basically oh, just started man. knowing you about a year ago at this pod. <laughs> I've learned I've learned a lot about you. Uh, and so, you know, it sounds like it doesn't sound outside the realm of possibility. Speaking of, though, you know, we have a whole generation called baby boomers because everybody was like stuck at home mm-hmm. during the oh, war. Oh, yeah. Coronials. There, yeah, there's definitely going to be another baby boom around Christmas time. A lot of people are going to, my friend tweeted today, it was like a lot of people are going to have joint Christmas birthdays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that fucking sucks. Um, no, so the nickname for this virus is the boomer remover. You said that the other day. That's really bad. <laughs> that is bad, but I mean. I honestly think that's one reason the president's actually taking it seriously is because somebody finally got through to him and said, hey, this is your target demographic, dude. Right. They're the highest risk people. And and your target demographic is listening to one TV station that's telling them this is no big deal. And to go do shit. Yeah. You see the beaches in Clearwater Beach, Florida today? Where my family lives. These motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have been getting an email about how every company on the fucking planet – is handling the I outbreak. Helped, I helped craft mine. My oh company's. my god! No, no, no. That's fine, right? I mean, I placed a one-time order. No, no, I get to it. a fucking like. I I bought a poster in like 2007. I got an email from these motherfuckers. Like, who the fuck? I just. I really want to go to my inbox and try and look at some of the extreme cases. That's another thing. That's another thing, though, that the that uh, when I talk about my inner libertarian, that's another thing that this virus is doing is pushing private industry really, really hard. It's causing private industry to really think about 
what they're investing in. You know what I mean? So like you see like uh, Uber Eats or Postmates. One mm-hmm. or it was Postmates today. I got an email saying that local places, not chains, local places, they're waiving delivery fees. You know, yeah. uh, the, they're taking a hit to help out. And, you know, and then you have, you know, all of these companies that are doing unprecedented things to make sure that their employees are, are taken care of. Did that happen again? <laughs> yeah, I heard I, your belly. I made some chili from scratch tonight, sweet potato chili, a lot of beans, and I am burping and burping and squeaking. You are. You've been. You've and all been, that shit. Uh, it was creaky, I made it from scratch. I made, scratch. scratch. I made it from scratch tonight. <laughs> And I nailed it this time. Last time it was a little too tomatoey. This time it was just. Uh, uh, but I don't make chili, but my wife fucking knocks it out. I mean, it's all bean. Do you do you put meat in it? No, I I do like a meat chili, but mine is beans and sweet potatoes. Dude, I was so sad. I went to Kroger um, yesterday to grab a couple things and uh, get um, dinner food, and I was like. Ooh, man, I got the, I want some sloppy Joes. <laughs> and so I get there. First of all, the bread aisle is 100% clear. There's nothing there. Yep. We've established that. Except for so, the, except for the Jew bread. The Jew, the Jewish seeded rye, <laughs> uh, which I can't put sloppies on that, right? I love my Jewish friends. Meet me in the DMs if you're really mad about it. Mm-mm. Meet me in those DMs. Then I, uh, I go over to the bakery and there's one pack of fresh, like, bakery buns. And I was nice. like, fuck yeah. I got those. I head to the meat. Nothing. No beef. Anywhere. I'm like, fuck. So that was the one thing. I got a bunch of fucking meat last week and and put it in my freezer. Uh, so I look to the right, and there's the 8515 <laughs> honeysuckle turkey, ground turkey. And I was like, all right. Looks like I'm having Good a, enough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a sloppy turkeys tonight. Uh Here's the thing. I really forgot how white turkey gets when you like fry it up. So I throw that shit in the pan and I start like, you know, you know, mashing it and stuff and like letting it do its thing. And it's like, I'm looking down like, man, this is getting white. And then I flip it and I'm like, oh my God, this is albino white. Like this is, this is really white. Uh, And I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Once I put the, you know, the manwich stuff in there, it'll be all good. Was not all good. I don't know, man. It was it was like still kind of like weirdly like, glowing like, through, like white dog shit. Yeah, it was still weirdly glowing through. And so you know, I throw it on the bakery buns, and I'm like, this should be cool. Like these are fancy, expensive bakery buns. You know, I got the turkey. Like this is like a healthy sloppy Joe. So I, I kind of positioned it to Hayden as, yeah, man, it's like a healthy sloppy Joe. Like doing our part. You know, white people get a uh, a lot of heart disease. So we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're eat gonna eat this meat. turkey. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna eat the white. Meat. Yeah. So. Uh, and then and then I take a bite and I'm like, uh, cardboard sloppy. Joes. Yeah, I'm like, man, this is fucking. It's sucks. funny. One time I, the first time I made sloppy joes for my family, it might have been the last time actually. It was like two years ago, and I was like at the store looking for stuff to make the dinner. I was like, you know what, sloppy joes. When I was a kid, that Hell was like yeah. the shit. So I made some sloppy joes, and I was so stoked about it. All three of my kids fucking hated it. What? I was so disappointed. You get the man which bold. I got the I I I made I got the. The shittiest, fattiest beef. Yeah, you have to. And I got the manwichy, manwichiest manwich. Okay. And just fucking white bread buns. And we went all fucking sloppy joe on that thing. And the kids hated it. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Uh, these kids today, 
They, they don't. They don't know what's good. Kids might as well put a bunch of fucking Tide Pods in between two Ooh. white pieces of white bread. No, I. Uh, so I. I have. First of all, you got your email open. I do. <laughs> because. Because I was looking at some of the examples. Oh, oh, remember oh, oh. the COVID? You like got a lot fucking, of unread emails, man. dude. Joanne Fabrics. Boyd's Retro Candy. I bought one thing Look, from them. Man, in like they just want to let you know that they're ready. Fuck them. Uh, Joanne's is ready. They're ready to accept your fabric. They're ready for when people are trying to hoard all the craft supplies. That's all what the I'm fake saying. Plants. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, if we run out of toilet paper, I'm going to the fabric store and buying a couple yards. Everybody's so freaked out about the toilet paper shit as if they don't have a bunch of goddamn towels in their house. What you going to do, though, when the towels is gone? What you going to dry your body off with? Put them in the washer and dryer. That's true. It's like uh, like baby diapers, the reusable diapers. We talked about this. You got, you guys did that. Fuck no, we didn't. You did that. <laughs> I, we did. We did. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. That was a gross time of my life. I basically was doing that because my daughter was shitting out of every diaper onto her clothing, so I would have oh, to. I remember. Oh, I know you remember. <laughs> I would have to. I had a special. That's I, I bought a special mat. <laughs> I, bought, <laughs> I bought a. Uh, it's a I good bought, segue, Sloppy Joe's, right into baby yeah, dude. Shit. I mean, it was roughly the same consistency. Um, I bought a special mat that was like a, I think it was a place mat for a table, but it was like waterproof and yada yada. I would I would take her like fucking shirt off or whatever she shit in, and I'd set it down and I bought a brush and I would, I'd spray it with drift and I would scrub it on this special mat. I never told you that. Nope. Yeah, it was gross. It was so fucking gross. But I was. The reason that I had to buy that special mat is because I did it on the floor one time and I literally scrubbed shit into the carpet. And there was like this little brown stain on the carpet and I was like, wow, fuck, I would, didn't think that one through, did I? So I got the special mat and I would scrub the shit out and then wash them. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I could, I could deal with the uh, shitty diapers, but I don't want to. Like, what the fuck? Do those diapers catch piss? Uh, not- what do you do? Do you put something in them like a maxi pad? What the fuck do you do with it? It's just a handkerchief, isn't it? Or a handkerchief or however you say it. What do you do with those? I'm, I need to know how this works. I, I'm very, I'm very interested all of a sudden. Oh my God. So it's not like it was when we were children. What does that mean? It's not just, a, I feel like I had real diapers. It's not, okay. For those of us who my mom did, did cloth diapers for a while, cloth diapers for people our age. Where okay. literally you, it was like you were wrapped. You said a handkerchief. Come on, <laughs> you're wrapped. That's in a, what I. Feel you're wrapped like. in a hand towel, and it's pinned with these giant ass baby pins. A hand towel. No, you know, but it's just like the, it's, it's that it, thick. It's it's just, no, it's thicker than that. Than a hand towel. Yeah, for it's sure. It's thicker than a hand towel. For sure. No shit. You know, like those like Swiffers that have like the removable thick. Yeah. Cloth. They're like very large thing. fucking maxi pads. It's like that. Okay. So when we were kids, that's what they were like. You know, it was basically like a burp cloth wrapped around you, uh, pinned up, and then they had those like rubber, it was like rubber pants, like rubber panties. Okay. <laughs> okay. The way they work now is there's shells that are, that's like what the bright colors, a lot of it's like greens, blues, stuff like that. And it's like a, it's like a, Equivalent of like a North Face jacket, you know, it's like a, it's like a water resistant, okay, nylon material or something like that. It's a shell that has snaps or Velcro, 
And then in the shell, you put liners that are like big terry cloth maxi pads, basically. Mm-hmm. And and you scoop the shit off of those. And I so in answer to your question, do they catch pee? Not as ideally as disposable diapers do. I'll just say that. Okay. It, 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 it'll catch a pee. You don't want to let your kid pee more than once. In a, okay. In a so they're not sufficient for overnight either. Uh, less less ideal for overnight. Yeah, because I'm I'm not getting her up and changing her at like one in the morning. No, putting no, her back down no. in her rubber rubber. That being drawers. said, that being said, we it was a gross time, mm. and I mean the when you open the bag of dirty, uh. You know, because you get a lot of them. Yeah, the you want you want to get a lot of them, obviously. Yeah. When you when you open that bag of dirty ones, and put it in the in the washing machine, it is just like man, you got to throw in a fresh in that between cycles of that thing. You can't and, be like sprinkling poop all over your washing machine and then throwing your your regular skippies in there. M- most of the poop is gone by then. You think so? Because you get a special attachment for your toilet to to spray. It's like a it's like a like a spray like on your sink. Yeah. Uh, it just—it's like a high-pressure spray to spray most of the shit off into the toilet. You are before fucking you blowing my mind. You don't just put a full diapers worth of shit no, in I the in I the fucking did, washer. But I—I I mean, I thought you just fucking like—I don't know—hit it with a stick into the trash can or something like. Bop, bop. You know what no, I'm like, like you got an attachment. Then, like next to our toilet, the handle, and you spray the shit off, and then you put it in a bag, and then you put it in the washer. It was a gross period of my life, but we saved an exceptional amount of money. That's incredible. And the good news is, with those things, not so much the liners, but the shells. When you're done with them, they're still worth a lot of money. Like you can sell them. How much are they new? Expensive. Really? Yeah. The startup cost for cloth diapers is not ideal. Yeah. Uh, but you can gain some of that back because, like, like they're worth something. The shells, secondhand skippies. Holy shit! I did not. I had no idea. You just learned something. One, one, one or two thing about cloth diapers. Yeah, you know, we we did a little bit of that hippie shit. Uh, no, I gotta be honest. I always save money. I thought it was like in the fucking cartoons and shit. Like it's just a weird, uh, thin piece of fabric. And a safety pin. And I've always been like, what the fuck? No, like, that ain't catching shit. Have you they seen what ab- my daughter does? They are absorbent. Okay. And the shells hold it in. It, uh, shell might be the wrong word. I really think it is, though. I mean. Some hippie parent out there is going to be like, no, it's shell. <laughs> it's it's fucking shell. Let's see what uh, else we got on here. Boy. Um, we're probably. No, we're, we're killing it. Um, different types of alcohol and what they do to you. What what made you put that on there? So, I feel like a good alcohol story would make you put that on there. So Friday night, you know, we were talking about so this this pay this pay period has been less than ideal because our grocery budget just jumped because we're having to feed our kids during the day. You don't have to though, right? Aren't aren't the schools like offering to feed your kids? No, I'm I'm gonna save that for kids who actually can can't afford food, but because uh, we can actually afford it. But uh, uh, and I, I, our school is not one of them that's doing it, so I'm not gonna drive my kid across town just to get breakfast and lunch. But Piata's doing it. Uh, uh, anyway, money's tight right now, and so we were talking about Friday night. We we're like, man, wish we had some money for some booze. 
And we were like, I was like, well, we have a, we can get some, we can get a cheap bottle of whiskey or a big pack of Coors Banquet or something like that, you know, something cheap. And, uh, Sierra's like, tequila. And I was like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want tequila. And she I don't goes, want to fight people. She's like, she's like, we always get whiskey, you know? And I was like, I was like, yeah, but I don't, she's like, we always get whiskey. I want tequila for once. And I was like, yeah, but I don't do shots. Okay. I like to sip. I like to sip on whiskey. Like, like. That's like, I love that on a mm-hmm. weekend. And, uh, but then I was like, fine, you know, she really, you know, she's had a long week. She's having a hard time with all this. And so I get some tequila and, uh, get home on Friday night and I had three glasses of it and I sipped it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this because my boss talks all the time about sipping so, tequila. So first of all, what did you get? Just set me up with the scene. Like what type of tequila? Cheap. Okay. Uh, silver. Corvo? Uh, uh, no, uh, the El Himador, okay. Himador, whatever. Not bottom shelf. Yeah, I mean, cheap. I can drink anything silver. And uh, so, but my boss had talked about like how he loves to go get expensive whiskey or uh, tequilas and just sip them. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. You know, so I threw some some rocks in the glass and and poured some tequila and just squeezed a, a thing of lime in there. Yeah. And uh, after two of them, I was like, you know what? Sierra's made me a believer in tequila and I drank three of them. And I I had, like I said, I had had a beer earlier in the afternoon at Buca de Beppo. And then I had one PBR while I was making dinner. I like how you, you made the distinction between beer and PBR. <laughs> True. Not the same thing. No. And, uh, and so I, I, and I had three glasses of tequila and I was never like hammered, but my God, everybody I know, tequila turns them into a psychopath. You said you don't want to fight. Your initial well, reaction is, yeah, I don't yeah. want to fight somebody. That, that's just, it's a little bit of hyperbole. But what I'm saying, you know, it, it, it turns you up in that way. Yeah. It, Sierra turns her into a crazy person. My friend Chris, it turns him into a crazy person. I told that story about that time they were wrestling in the icy yeah, snow because yeah. they were fucking hammered on tequila. Dude, what I learned about tequila with me, it's like taking fucking sleeping pills, man. Really? Oh my God. I Friday night, I was asleep by ten twenty on the couch. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was just. Did it result in the sleepiest dad post? Uh, yes, it was d- Corona Dad, <laughs> corona where I was dad. talking about coronavirus. Did you watch that video? I did not. I'm gonna pull it up and I'm gonna play it in the phone because you got to hear what I said. Uh, because it's freak, it freaks me out that I said this. So I, I will say that, uh, I really like tequila and after I, I love to do like two or three shots and that puts me in the perfect mood. If I get hammered and it was primarily off tequila, I'm trying to fight something. And that's a, th- that's it's a fine. That's line. why I put that on there. Like it's a fine, like, line. like, so whiskey for me turns me into whiskey dad. So I WD 40, uh, <laughs> I don't drink whiskey, whiskey but I, I would whiskey turns me into I get really loud mm. and I talk a lot. No volume knob. Volume knob. That's the volume knob. The same way that cheap beer does, but cheap beer turns me into an idiot version of that. So whiskey, I'm, I got my faculties there. I can still like, I'll argue yeah. like fun argument. I'll go on and on about some band I don't give a shit about. When I'm hammered, it's on, on beer. It's the same thing except for I can't say words. Uh, but speaking of saying words, I just got to. I'm waiting. I'm anxiously waiting. 
the sleepiest dad. Colin, what'd you just say? I'm going. Where are you going? I don't know. What were you just saying? I'm just gonna give you the coronavirus. What? It's gonna give you the coronavirus? No. What'd you say? I was gonna meet up with people with it. I was gonna meet up with people with it? What is that? What, what is that? Why was I saying that? Why was I dreaming about that? <laughs> I had a. Uh, I was gonna meet up with people with it. I mean, realistically, that's probably that's probably factually accurate. <laughs> probably, it's probably prophecy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's completely accurate. Uh, oh man! Do, do certain types of alcohol or foods give you weird dreams? Like, do you seem to dream more when certain things? Uh, I don't know. Um. I do have we I you know I think it's just alcohol in general. I is when I if I'm is when I have more lucid dreams, like more dreams where I've like wake up and like oh my god, I'm so glad that I, was a I dream. know it's stereotypical, but spicy food actually does it to me. Hmm. When I eat like super spicy food, or even when I don't eat that spicy of food. So I told you I had those sloppy joes. Uh I threw some red pepper flakes on mine because like I just needed to up the flavor a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't doing what I needed it to do. Uh and then I had really fucking weird dreams about like being chased um and somebody was trying to kill us and we were in some kind of weird like medical facility and I was asking this lady to help me and she let me through a door I wasn't supposed to be in like all kinds of I dude I I woke up and remembered like fucking all of it. All of it. And I was like Hey wife, listen to this shit. And I, you know, proceeded to talk her ear off for like ten solid minutes of story. I have had, I, have, I have had one apocalypse dream since this COVID. Really? Oh, by the way, did did that meme circulate around you that said the the scariest part of COVID nineteen is that it looks like a Jira card that's not closed yet? <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Only a certain amount of people listen yeah, to this yeah, will get that absolutely. joke. Absolutely. And I think it I made definitely it. definitely does. I made a similar joke. COVID uh, uh such and such assigned COVID-19 yeah. to So I such said we're such. just it's in progress. We're working on closing it. Uh no, but I, I there was one night a week ago where I was I woke up on the couch at 4 in the morning and I in my dream I was like shit's hitting the fan and I don't have a gun. Oh and, shit. Uh I remember like stepping outside because I heard an explosion and I stepped outside onto my back porch in the middle of the night in the dark. So like literally where I was on the couch. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seeing a dog fight happening in the air, oh, like man. between two planes and yeah. missiles. And there was one of the planes exploded and I woke up and I was like, oh, we're still here. Uh Two things. One, I will say the number of memes that came out of this is not, uh, it doesn't disappoint. Like, <laughs> I love all the ones that are like. This is where we are as a culture now. Is, it is. Is what about the memes? What about the memes? I like the ones that are like, uh, if you ever went to Bernie's and used the bathroom, you're immune to the coronavirus. Like, those ones are good. Um, and then the other thing is, I like the ones that are like, uh, if you if you're hoarding toilet paper and don't know how to fight, you bought that shit for me. <laughs> I'm like, because honestly, like if that's what it gets oh, to, man, that's what started this whole conversation about the fucking diapers. Mm -hmm. Is what are people gaining by hoarding toilet paper? Like, 
Uh, you know, I joke about it, but I actually did read an article of to why that is. Uh, and I, I don't think I could even paraphrase it to, to make it that useful. But it's something to do with everybody living right now has never lived without that. And that there's some kind of deep-rooted psychological Oh, thing. yeah, I get that. And I, I guess my question is more rhetorical than anything. It's just like, it's like, okay, dude, like, there's some of us, it's like a family of five. Yeah. Like, I legitimately go through toilet paper like it's nothing because my kids don't understand the concept of not using half a roll every time they shit. I actually saw my first person uh, that posted on uh, one of my friends on Facebook said, um, by the way, that's not a joke. Like if you're actually holding toilet paper, I have literally not been able to find any and my family is actually out. And so then uh, they posted a um, – I'm being choosy about my pronouns. They posted a uh, picture – of the front seat and then it had like two or three packs where they went to somebody's house and somebody was like, yeah, here, I got you. But that's crazy. And speaking, and this is the third mention of Brian, so shout out to Brian, but I saw he mentioned uh, something similar like, okay, you fuckers that are hoarding, like we're actually getting low over here, right? I actually, uh, I think I bought toilet paper like the day before. The funny thing is that just last week, Beatrice, and I think she saw a TikTok video or something like that, uh-huh. but about conserving this. Was, I, I I don't think it had anything to do with coronavirus, yeah. but it was just about conservation. She rocking one square. No, it was, and that was the problem is that she used like half a roll of toilet paper every time she went to the bathroom, pee uh-huh. or poop, you know, and it was like, so you're clogging the toilet all the time too. That's the other problem. Ooh. But, uh, uh, she self-directed for her. And the boys were like, I don't want to do that. She goes, this is for me. She said that. She made, it's a little stoplight, green, yellow, or uh, uh, green, yellow, red, upside down stoplight. Did she like pull it down to the... And it literally says stop at red and you pull the toilet paper to that point. Man, I'm She did that you. by herself. That's wild. Kids are so cool. The kids are all right. That, when kids do shit like that, that makes me say the same thing. But kids now it's, right. now you walk into the bathroom and that's anybody who goes in my bathroom sees that. It's like, hey, conserve toilet paper. And that she did that like three weeks ago. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. (sighs) Shout out to B. She's cool. Um, I think that's about it. I think we're ready to wrap up for the night. You ready? I'm not going to stop eating Wendy's. I had Wendy's tonight. I am going to eat all of the fast food that I can before before, before it closes. Before we can ever have fast food. Because... Dude, don't don't fucking go that dark on me. Like I got to have my chicken wings, and I'm not as good at making them as Chef Rich is. Oh, I gotta bring you those. You going to work tomorrow? I might in the afternoon. One of these days, I am going to get chicken wings and bring them to you. Just you know, on some like flavor sauce. COVID? (laughs) No, no, no COVID. Hashtag no COVID. Oh, boy. I'm bringing that shit to you. They're the fucking shit. I love them. I might get them this week. All right. Uh, what is this? Tell me the episode. 48? 48. God damn, I can't remember that. You 48. And fuck a trivial thing right now because we all need to think about the positive things in life. That's why so, I skipped it. Fuck a trivial thing. Uh, hang in there. Yeah. Everybody, Tell- we're all in it together. I can't say that enough is that everybody is disrupted. So look out. For your brothers and sisters.
and if this shit goes on too long, I'm going to start a prohibition style uh, liquor joint in my basement. Mm-hmm. It's 1,100 square feet. If you know anybody in the service industry, tip the fuck out of them. Tip them or just throw them some money. Ask for their Venmo. Ask for their Cash App. Ask for their PayPal. Skip a couple. Skip a couple uh, four for fours at Wendy's and, st- and give them and give them some money. Find your favorite band. Buy as much merch as you can from them. Like help out the people right now who need help. If you can do it, can't say that strongly enough. I'm into it. Co-signed. <clears throat> if that was a post, I'd like it. Watch some kids. If 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 you got people who who need childcare, dude. My wife was talking about it. I'm like, you can barely watch our kids. We got our whole. You know what? I hate my neighborhood Facebook. We've talked about this a million times. Yep. My Facebook neighborhood Facebook's blowing up right now. With can I get you groceries? Can I watch your kids? Be neighbors. That's tight. So, all right. We're off this bitch. Stay alive. Stay alive.